The G-Man raises an eyebrow. River was sent in to do human intelligence work? River? Rooster and Rory were on Overwatch over a debaucherous gala? Are you sure this wasn't a Saturnalia? River? I guess your team is better cross-trained than we had expected. Or are you holding something back? Why would I bother holding something back now? I ask, matching his raised eyebrow. River is pretty good at people, and I wasn't there. So he was a decent choice to go in and ask questions. As far as a Saturnalia, I shrug slightly and finish my coffee, setting the mug aside. Could have been, I guess. Bit early for that, but some people start holidays early. The G-Man drums his fingers on the table. His normally stoic patient veneer seems to have cracked a bit. You are keeping things from us. I thought we developed a good thing here. You're hiding the location of the enumeration of Chiromon and the rest of the contents of the green box. This is for your own good, Redacted. This is for the good of everyone on this planet. We aren't just asking these questions for no reason at all. You can't keep these things secret from us. Please, I'm asking you politely to tell us the whole truth. Your information is vital. Taking a bit of a risk, I take my glasses off and meet his eyes directly. You're gonna have to give me something back. I've told you pretty much everything that's happened with me and my team, but if the contents of that green box are going to be a threat to the planet or used to defend it, I need to know more about that. My team and I are on the side of helping to save the planet for God's sake. You petulant child! The G-Man slams both hands on the table and stands. He heads to the door and throws it open as he storms out. The door slams behind him, leaving you alone in the room, Rowan facing the mirror. Your physical appearance has changed. Your cheekbones are showing more than normal. Dark bags rest beneath your eyes. I look gaunt and tired, worn to a slim shadow of who I was before I came here. But as I meet my eyes in the mirror, I see the fire of determination burning there. And that, at least, is good to see. They tried so hard to break me, to bend me to their will. And yet, despite everything, it's still you, I say softly to my reflection. And I smile, just a little before putting my glasses back on and settling back in the uncomfortable chair, crossing my arms over my chest as I wait. The G-Man returns after a few minutes carrying a paper bowl filled with oatmeal and a carafe of black coffee. He pours the coffee and tosses the bowl toward you. It bounces haphazardly, nearly spilling its contents. He sits down in his usual chair, produces a plastic spoon from his breast pocket, and gently lays it on the table besides the oatmeal. Here. You will need to eat to get some strength. Things are in motion that we can stop. I cannot tell you more than that at this moment. I need you to please continue. Something about the way he says that gives me pause. I have no idea what he's talking about, or why he's suddenly so calm after that outburst earlier. I don't know if I'm playing into his hand at the moment. But at the very least, I can control one thing. I am hungry, and I do need the energy for whatever is going to come next. So I pull the bowl and spoon over and begin eating. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left our agents, they were exploring the cold of Bonner's Ferry. Well, they were split. Rowan was returning back from the temporary office that they had set up, the nice trailer, after she had changed the power supply to some of the homes, most notably the party. The party that's going on at the fill-in house. At the fill-in house, Rory and Rooster are outside after they just sabotaged the generator. Now, the neighborhood is dark, but inside the fill-in house, there's quite a few people gathering and having a good time, and River's walking up the stairs, and he sees the woman from the video, dressed in nada. She turns, and she looks at him and gives him those eyes, and then opens up one of the bedroom doors and walks in. 
She doesn't completely close the door, but she does pushes it almost close. It's slightly ajar. River, what are you going to do? Okay, I'm going to take my parka off if I haven't done that already. And then I'm going to take out my pistol and hold it with the parka draped over covering it and arrange so that if I have to shoot, it'll go through the down and hopefully muffle it a little bit. And then I'm going to open the door that she came out of and look in. River, you head over to the door that she had just exited. You open up the door and you see that there are two people lying in the bed. They appear to be engaged in an amorous activity on top of blankets. And you could see everything in full glory. You see it's a a male and a female. And the man kind of like leans up a little bit, looks down at her and plants a kiss on her. She seems like she might be struggling a little bit. And as she pushes away, you see in the candlelight a yellow thing transfer back from his mouth to hers. And she kind of stops and leans back on the bed after the kiss, and he kind of relaxes. It seems as though that their relationship has maybe climaxed or culminated at this point. What the hell am I going to do now? First, I can make, gonna make sure that I get a good look so that I can recognize them. Okay, you take a mental snapshot. He is a uh, athletic Caucasian male with the short brown hair. It's well coiffed, but it's a little uh, a little scraggly right now. It has that after fun time look going. And she is a brunette. Good looking lass as well. They're all in their early 20s. Do they look like they're going to be busy for a while? They may have been busy for a bit beforehand. They seem to be relaxing now in their afterglow, if you will. All right, I'm going to back out and close the door and go to the other room across the way because there are still more rooms down this hallway the one that that other woman went into the door is not closed completely and you're able to push it open and you see the woman from the video is kind of sauntering near the bed and she crawls up on the bed and looks back at you there is this heady smell of sweetness in the air Though this house itself is very warm, the amount of people and bodies and some of the activities are generating enough heat as well as the house. And uh, the smell here is, it's very strong. It's near intoxicating. Would this happen to be the side of the uh, building that faces the generator? Yes. I'm going to go open the window. All right. You open up the window and you hear her whisper, you can come here. I won't bite you unless you really want me to. And I will stick my head out the window and see if I see Rooster and Rory. It's cold. When the breeze comes in, it actually rustles some of the blankets and the room. The bed itself is a poster bed and there's silks hanging from the posters. She recoils and you hear her screech. Now, outside, Rooster and Rory, you both see the window on the second story open up. And you hear a woman scream, and River's head pops out. Well, River's head pops out, and then you hear a woman scream. Order of operations is important. Wait, did she scream because he walked in or because he left? Will you get the fuck up here now? The situation is out of control. Wait, can we hear him from where we are? Oh, fuck yes. You're, we're, we got set to say fuck. Early on, yes. (laughs) I didn't. An early F-bomb. I'm so about this. I wasn't the one who broke the F-bomb list. The listeners are going to be proud. I think it was me a couple episodes ago. I'm going to look up and just go, that's what you get for going into the orgy without me. I immediately pull my head back in. When you pull your head back in, everyone hears a low rumble of thunder. We hear it outside? Oh, yeah because it is actually thundering and a storm is incoming. (sighs) All right, Rooster, let's get in there. Cover story. I think you said something about FEMA agents going looking for our friend after you. After me? Are are you... We're about to walk into an orgy and you're saying me go first? Uh, Whatever. I'm going to go knock on the door. As he walks forward, have you met me? Come on. I think if we're talking about number of people we've picked up on missions, I think you're ahead of me on that front. So, and then I knock knock on the door. You knock on the door and the door opens up and you see a couple early 20s folks inside. They open up the door and they look and they go like, oh, look you up and down. Come on in. 
Sorry, yeah, we were- our friend was ahead of us. I think, uh, he must have gone in here. Alright, well get in, man. It's cold outside. Thank you, I appreciate it. Oh, hey. You too, come on. Cool, or, uh, warm. Thanks. And you step in, and it's a kitchen. There's an area for people to take their shoes off. There's a bunch of boots all over the place. You notice that there's a pile of ski pants or snow pants kind of all tossed into a corner. There's a bit of a wet area. Not so much of a mudroom, but the kitchen does work out well with that. There's quite a few people. There's a guy still playing guitar. Rooster, there is a picture on the mantle that catches your eye. It's a man and his family well it's a family but the man in the picture looks awfully familiar you're gonna have to be more specific than that as you get closer and you look at it it's black from brazil You both look over as roosters making strange, strange words. You think they might be some curses in all different kinds of languages or just made up. It's kind of like Qbert. And you do notice that there are a couple baseball caps hanging off of a, like a hat hook and they say Breckenridge. I'm just going to look at Rory and give sort of one of those angry hand open shrug things like, what the fuck? Let's do this and get out of here, kind of, I'm not happy about any of this shit. Yeah, as Thatch speaking out of here, I think the better. Do you think we both should go up and find River, or should one of us stay down here? A very large, bearded guy walks up, and he's got two red Solo cups, and he puts them in your hands, and he smiles, and he tries to give you a hug. He's only wearing boxers. He's quite fuzzy. I was like, oh, uh, I'll take the cup and kind of just not let him hug me. Thanks. Alright, body heat's good for this cold, though. I'll probably keep my coat on, please, for a little longer. All right, you're going to get warm in here. Rooster's going to look at him, take the cup, and give it a quick smell. It smells like it's a butterscotch type of uh, libation, and it's a little warm. Is it a jungle juice sort of combination of things that you don't really want to know what's in it? Yeah, it's kind of like they raided the liquor cabinet, and it smells good. It's probably going to knock you on your ass, because it's maybe about 60 to 70%, but tasty. You know, like lighter fluid. I'll give him a uh, cheers lifting the thing, put it up to my lips that happen to be closed behind the red solo cup, and then as I pull it down, give a wide eye, kind of a little shudder, go, Whoo! Yeah, that'll warm you. That'll put hair on your chest. And he, and he kind of like plays with the hair on his chest. Oh, so you had a lot of this. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, this and other stuff, too. Come on in. This is like mother's milk for you. Ooh, that could be a good name for it. Screen wipe upstairs. River, did you close the window? No. Okay. Thunder strikes again, and you start to hear the sound of the hard tinkling of sleet coming down from the outside on top of roofs in the trees as it's starting to storm and it's cold she is retreated and wrapped a blanket around her so she's kind of in a corner away from it and she's like can you close that please it's it's cold can you keep me warm you're warm enough you'll be fine but i can make you warmer come on close it you're right there Let's just wait for my friends to show up, okay? With that, she kind of looks to the door and looks at you, and she smiles wide. Oh, there's more coming? Yes. So I want to just keep an eye on her, but also crack the door open enough so I can tell if anybody leaves the other room? Okay. You see somebody actually go into the other room. Shit, shit, shit. It's a, a girl dressed in, again, very, very scantily. The thing that you notice, though, she's got really nice merino wool socks on. It's just the hiker in you. Does she have anything else on? Some, yeah. She is dressed scantily, but yeah. She walks in and closes the door behind her. I am silently cursing. Back downstairs. Once that other guy walks away, I think I'll just, uh, to Bruce Chelsea, I think you need to go up and save River. Uh, yeah. Are, are you sure? Because part of me feels like he could use this. I, oh, right. No, mustard shit. Um, and then I'm just going to pour my cup into Rory's, hand him the empty and say, go find a house plant. Right. Yeah, sure. It's just me going up there. I can, if you think we can both go up. I, um, 
I, I, uh, no, I'm probably good on my own here. Um, yeah, no, you, you stay down here with, uh, Hair Bunyan over there. I'll, I'll be back. A cute girl in, like, a cut-off tank top and shorts saddles up toward Rooster and Rory. But she's got her eyes on Rooster. Early 20s, the tank top says something about Bonner's Ferry CrossFit. Wait, there's words on it? You might not be able to see them at the moment in time. Rory probably knows this. Rooster probably doesn't. She looks at Rooster. Not at Rory, but she looks at Rooster and she's like, Oh, you're, you're new here, aren't you? Looks like your drink's empty. You want another one? And she starts to play with her hair a little bit with her finger. You see Rooster's hands just, like, clench into fists and then the weird claw things where he's struggling really, really hard. What's your name? I'm Rena. Rena. I'm, um, I'm River. Hi, River. Oh, are you like River? Like, no, that was the girl. The two-by-two hands of blue type? But no, sorry. I like River. River's a good name. I just give her kind of a blank look and go, yeah, yeah, no, no, not like that. But, um, hey, this is my friend. Have you met Ted? And I'm just going to sort of point at Rory. And as soon as she looks away, I'm going to walk towards the stairs briskly and just miming, putting my fingers in my mouth like a gun and pulling the trigger because God fucking damn it! Aww. Hi, Ted. I'm Rena. What brings you here? Uh, just hanging out with my friends. Here with here with FEMA, actually, but it's getting a little cold out there, so... It is. I think it's storming out there. Yeah, bad bad timing. I really don't like storms. Will you hold me if it thunders again? Uh, it's hard. I mean, you're not really my not really my type, but it is... I'm sure there's a lot of people in here that would be more than happy. Oh, okay. And she looks dead confused. Rooster, you start making your way up to the stairs. And I, at this point, I'm just, like, punching my thigh. Just, like, God fucking damn it. Just, like, swearing in every language I know and some that I don't but have only picked up the swear words. You see pictures of this girl from being a little girl growing on up on the wall. And then there's a family picture of her in black and her mother and looks like two other family members. She might be Black's daughter. Yeah. I, I, um, how old was she again? About 21, 22. You see that she graduated high school in uh, 2018. I'm going to sort of stop for a second, stare at it, and go, snow, sleet, cold polar vortex, baseball, um, Fuck, uh, mustard. Mustard, that did it. Okay, we're walking up the stairs now. And, um, yeah, not thinking about the fact that I saved her dad's life and he might be grateful enough to... Nope, mustard, mustard, mustard. Okay, we're going, we're going. And, um, God, I hate my life. I love it, but I hate my life. (laughs) You see the door is open slightly on your left. River, you see Rooster walking up the stairs. No Rory, though. What the hell? Did you stop to pick up some college girl? You... I... There's two infected, maybe a three by now over there. One in here. I've, I've got her under control. They don't like the cold. You got her... What did you do? Put her in fuzzy handcuffs? I opened the window. She doesn't like the cold. Wow, if that doesn't tell me everything I need to know about your home life with your wife. Am I killing the three in the other room or the one here? I hope we don't have to kill any of them. Where's Rory? Uh, fending off the chick I couldn't say no to and hoping that the lumberjack doesn't come back. Back downstairs. Rory, you see that all the people are kind of milling about. Some people are playing some strange drinking games. Some not so strange. Some people are playing quarters. Some people are playing flip cup. Various and sundry type of uh, reasons and excuses to drink alcohol. And everyone seems to be having a good time, including the guy playing the guitar badly. Does anyone look like they might be infected or like more, I guess, horny than usual? Give me a medicine roll. Let's see if you can make a kind of uh, <laughs> a basic assessment of most folks. Uh, 67 out of 73. 
no one down here is exhibiting any strange signs. No particular sense of yellow jaundice. You can tell that there is a tension in the air. There's no real sexual activities going on down here. There's some heavy petting with some folks, but it seems like people are just having a good time in a room in a building that has the temperature over 80 with a sleet thunderstorm going on outside with lightning and thunder to remind you that it's cold. All right, I think if I have a good sense that downstairs is kind of, I guess, contained, I might uh, make my way towards the stairs to try to find Rooster and River. You work your way over to the stairs. At the top of the stairs, River, you're in one room. Rooster, you're about to do what? Did River go into a room yet, or is he still with me on the landing? No, he's actually in the room with the door slightly ajar. He's in the room with the girl from the video. So I'll look at him and go, okay, so... If I'm not killing him, what do you want me to do? Well, first we have to find out if anybody else is infected. And Rory makes his way up to the top level. Any sign of that yet, River? What do you want me to do? Start fucking one of them until she starts puking mustard into my mouth? Because I might be into a lot of things, but that's a little out there. Yeah, let's maybe not do that. River, what have you figured out so far? Uh, Look, the woman from the video is in here. She's... Seems to be staying still now that I've got the window closed, but uh, the, she infected two people in that room and then a third person went in there. She's probably infected by now, and I don't know what happened before we got here. I, is, is there any way we can tell who's been infected? I mean, from what I could tell downstairs, looks like everyone there is fine, so at least it's contained to up here. She staying still? Still, since the window's closed? What What the fuck does that even mean? No, the window's open. It's cold in here. Wait, that... I... Oh my god. You? What? You do... I think the parasites are less active when it's cold. Oh, is that what they're calling it these days? What the hell did you think we're talking about? I... I don't think you're old enough for me to explain that. Alright, Rooster, you just... You need to get your mind out of wherever it is right now and focus. We need to... Is there any chance he's infected? Oh, I'm focused. I'm focused on trying on making jokes and not think about what's really going on because he told me I'm not allowed to, you know, take care of those things. So what do you want me to do? Go shoot out the window and see who freaks out? Well, I think it's maintained up here. I think we need to go into these other rooms, figure out if there's anyone in there. And if there is, we need to get the windows open and maybe just hold them off until... I don't even know. Until what? What's the plan here? Nobody's changing rooms. I don't know. We have to. What do you want me to do? We have to at least try to save these people. Screen wipe. Rowan, you're making your way to the neighborhood of the fill in house as you're heading back to the rest of our cell. You're about two blocks away, and the sleet starts to come down, and a roll of thunder rolls overhead. The stars are gone tonight. There is just a very low cloud sitting not far above your head. You get to a four-way stop where you're going to have to make a left. And you're going slow because everything is starting to get covered in a a sheet of ice. If there was not snow and ice on the ground, maybe we would call this black ice, but this is just another layer of ice. As you're rolling to your left, you hear clicking. And it's a constant clicking. There is a rhythm to it, but it sounds... It doesn't sound like it's a machine type of click. It sounds like an animal type of click. It started when the sleet started to come down. I am going to push my my hood back. Uh, I have my glasses off because it's easier for me to see and drive without them on at the moment. And I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to look in that direction. It takes you a moment or so to kind of find where the noise is coming from. The sleet's coming down at an angle, and it's making some visibility a bit difficult. But you do see in the trees, it looks like there's a human up in one of the taller trees that's devoid of any kind of leaves. And it's sitting next to the trunk of the tree, and it's just clicking. And you see its head looking around. Okay. I remember what rooster told me about the thing in Brazil and so the clicking makes me think of like hunting via sonar. Yeah. Like echolocation. Yeah. So I'm going to like 
very slowly keep the ATV rolling forward, trying not to move too much. Try not to make any sudden moves that would draw a predator's attention toward me. So you start to roll away a bit, and the clicking continues. It leaps from one tree and lands at the peak of a roof. You notice it does not have any legs. It just has two very large muscular arms and seems to have a tail that doesn't necessarily drag behind it. And its head is the size of a gorilla's head. It's tough to see up here, but it's it's certainly not natural. Perhaps even unnatural? Yeah, certainly unnatural. <sighs> okay, um... I'm going to keep an eye on it. Is it. Does it seem like it's seen me or it's moving toward me at all? It's following you. Shit. But it's keeping a distance. It's not getting any closer. And Rowan has to think very quickly about this because on the one hand, getting back to her guys would mean backup. But on the other hand, there is a house full of prey. And she's not going to lead that thing back to them. So instead of turning left, I'm going to turn right at that intersection. It seems to follow, and there is a crash of thunder and lightning in this sleet storm, and you hear a roar. And it shakes you to your bones. This was not the thunder. This came from that creature. And you see it on top of the peak of a house, and it's looking around and clicking more. I'm going to very carefully shift at this point to get my gun out and like hold it on the handlebar of the ATV and keep guiding, watching that thing, probably like involuntarily shivering like a prey animal does when it hears the predator, but keeping myself under control as best I can. The sleet and the frozen rain starts to come down more. And the creature leaps from the building in high speed and grabs onto a tree and moves to another building as it's making its way away from you now. It's continuing on the same direction you were going, but now it's moving ahead faster. Without your glasses on, because you can see pretty good in the dark, even though the sleet is coming down, you see the lit up sign of the elementary school. Shit. And it's making a beeline for the elementary school. The elementary school is also the home of the shelter. Immediately, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I'm going to stand up on the ATV and let out a shriek after it. A wildly animalistic sound about the same tenor as that roar. Just, you know, about an octave higher. (laughs) Give me a persuade roll. Ooh. That's a thing I'm good at. Cool. 61. All right. It stops where it's at, and there's no more clicking. You can see its silhouette on the rooftop looking back at you, or looking in your general direction, and then you hear clicking again. I'm going to bring the ATV to a halt and stand on top of it, bracing myself as best as I can, you know, planting one foot on the seat and one foot back on the back rack, gun in my hands pointed down at the moment, staring up at this thing, and then just click back at it. How's that sound? louder because I'm not going to blow my mic out. (laughs) Fair. It stops what it's doing and it seems to be just staring in your direction. You're not sure you even see eyes. Thunder hits again and lightning again in in the sky and it's loud and it seems though with that a giant gust of wind. Not strong enough to throw you off of the ATV but it certainly shakes the ATV with you on it. You're holding pretty solid up there but it's cold and the freezing rain when it hits it's just it's freezing to you the temperature is dropping exponentially the creature turns its head and begins to leap and lope away from you toward the school toward the heat of the building okay I'm going to regret everything about this, but I'm going to reach down with one hand and like rev the engine trying to heat it up, making a heat spot, and then haul my coat open because I think that the wet fabric is blanketing my heat from this thing while I shriek at it again. Just all sorts of things happening at once. Just like, no, stay away from that. Focus on me. 
you see it crosses the street by grabbing onto an electrical line and swinging across. And as it gets to the other side, sitting on an electrical pole, it looks back at you and it's just hanging on from one arm and kind of leaning off the pole, looking back at you and then clicking at you and then clicking in the other direction as though it's hesitating. And then finally it seems to give up on you and heads toward the warm comfort of the school. Is it within range? I'm going to shoot at it. Oh, yes. You could shoot at something. Go ahead. I'm going to take the shot because just like... Oh, God, I'm not doing this. 52 out of 52. Awesome. Go ahead and roll the damage on that. Is it the 23 or the 45? Or the 43? It's a 43, so it's a D10. So give me, go ahead, roll a D10. Five. You hit it. It falls off of the utility pole, and it lets out another horrible yell. It's a roar. When it hit the ground, it, it landed with both arms hitting, and then it's just starting to lope away on the ground. It's not moving to go to a higher ground just yet. Okay. Um, I actually trust my own feet more than I trust the ATV at the moment, so I'm going to hop off of the ATV and, like, put one foot on something that looked pretty steady and push off. I'm ice skating without the skates. Okay. And pushing myself across the ice to follow this thing. All right. Go ahead and give me an athletics roll. Uh, 15 out of 50. You're able to keep your feet underneath you as you push along and you're shimmying along, if you will, along along this ice, not taking full strides, your feet never really leaving the ground. The creature makes a sharp left into a yard. You hear the shatter of glass. It sounds as though it might have gone into a building. Are there lights in this building? No, it's dark. Is it one of the ones that would have been part of what I shut off? It is without power. You're You're pretty confident of that. We'll say yes. It, it did not have power before. Okay, so this is not one that I shut off when I shut off the node. This is one of the ones yes. that was without power previously. Okay, so I'm hopeful that there's no one in there, and I'm going to follow. This is the worst idea I have ever had, but it keeps it away from the elementary school. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so you see that the window, it's a large bay window, and one of the side windows has been shattered open. There is some blood on the ground and on the window sill as you get to it. The ice and the snow crunches underneath your feet as you get closer to the house. Is the window at a level where I could, like, put gloved hands onto it and vault inside, or do I need to try to find a door? You can vault into it. It is a little bit high, but you're athletic enough that you can make it. I'm going to first pause and, like, scan the room with my, my ability to see pretty well in the dark and the gun before vaulting inside looks like it's a kitchen or a breakfast nook. There is a table, but the table's already been pushed aside, and there's a chair that's been upended. You don't see any activity in this room itself. And you pop yourself up into the window jam, and then in beyond, and you are inside. It is still cold, but it is not the cold with the wind and the sleet coming down. That's something. Is there a blood trail to follow? There is. You do see that there's a blood trail that kind of leads around a corner, and as you follow it, it leads up hardwood stairs and you hear clicking upstairs and every monkey brain part of rowan is just screaming to not go up there but she thinks about all of the people who are at the elementary school and all the people who are at that party squares her shoulders like i am taking a long vacation after this one to herself and then just carefully start making her way up the stairs gun pointed up As you're creeping up the stairs, the stairs betray you with a creak. The clicking stops. I'm gonna not swear aloud, but definitely, like, think a whole string of swear words in the back of my head as I keep moving up. As you get to the landing of the second story, you hear the sound of wood being struck and broken. I'm gonna start moving a little bit faster trying to get into whatever room this thing is in and get another shot off before it disappears again following the blood trail still it comes to a door and the door has been pushed closed and then in a loud sound you hear a cellar or an attic stairwell or ladder coming down and then a very loud rapid clicking and you hear 
the weight on the stairs rapidly ascend into what might be the attic. Okay, as fast as I can, the door is completely closed? The door is shut, yes. I'm not even going to spare a hand for it. I'm just going to lift and kick. The door opens, blasts open, and you see that there is an attic way going up with one of those collapsible ladders leading up. And the attic door is open, and there's little bits of blood on the ladder. This thing is intelligent. That's the first thing that crosses my mind, is that this thing was able to get that open. Just like, oh shit. You hear the sound of things being knocked over upstairs in the attic, over your head. And you, it sounds like footprints, but they're actually hand prints as it moves, almost running along the roof in the other direction from behind you. Can I track about where it is from the sounds? Yes, it is behind you by about five feet. You can, you can kind of follow because it's not light-footed at the moment in time. I'm going to turn, listen, try to triangulate by sound and shoot to the ceiling and into the floor. Negative 40. Yikes. Okay. 11 out of 12. Oh! Go ahead and roll for damage. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Well done. Fucking hell. Nine. Ooh. So you shoot and you hear it yell. That roar again reverberates through the house. There's more knocking about of things up there as it sounds like it stumbles. Okay. Does it sound like it's slowed down? Do I I want to know if I think I have enough time to get up that ladder. That's a good question. Fantastic. Okay. Um yeah, when I hear it stumble, I'm going to just like immediately bolt for the ladder and try to get up it as fast as I can. You climb upstairs and you look around. In this attic, it is filled with mannequins. And mannequins in various positions. Some of them have been knocked down, but there's clearly over 300 mannequins up here. Jesus Christ. I'm going to, like, scan around trying to find this thing, looking for more blood at this point. Give me a, a search roll. Do I get anything for it being dark and my glasses being off? Yeah, you don't get any negatives. Brilliant. That will do just fine. 46 out of 52. You find a blood trail and you follow and you see the hole in the roof or the hole in the floor now where you shot. And you see that there is blood splattered on a mannequin's chest. And the blood, it's not red. It's a rust color. It's like a brown, kind of yellowish, but still kind of like a brown. You track it and you see that there is a vent, one of the large attic vents and it is pushed open. I'm gonna look out. You look out, and you don't see anything right here. Give me an alertness roll. 51 out of 53. All right, at this moment in time, Rowan, I need for you to please roll a dodge. Lock hold, lock hold, 42 out of 50. So, yeah, 55 out of 60. You feel something push you in the back as you turn and look, and you see it swing from a hidden part of the rafters, smack into you, launching you out the vent of the roof. So. I even thought it's intelligent. Ah! Go ahead and give me a... We need to make a lethality roll for your fall. And you're going to be falling 25 feet, which is about 7 meters. So Yeesh. we need to make sure that you don't roll below 0.7. If you roll below 0.7, you're going to die. Well, let's uh, try to roll a bit higher than that then. All right. Okay. Um, well, I didn't roll below that. Okay, good. What did you get? Uh, 81. Oh, shit. So add mm-hmm. those together, eight and one, so that's nine. You take nine points of damage. How many do you have? You have ten. Shit. You hit the ground hard. You're knocked unconscious. Shit. In the cold. And no one knows where I am. Back at the house, River, Rory, and Rooster, you're trying to figure out what it is that you're going to do. All right, this is, I know this is a shitty situation, but we need to figure out if we can how to contain this without killing them, but I understand that's not always an option. 
river it sounds like the cold does at least calm them down i think that's our step one is to maybe get in these rooms and get the windows open enough that they'll maybe slow down maybe something but obviously have your pistols ready in case something attacks you are your friends here they can help keep me warm both rooster and rory hear her hear her in the background there ma'am do you understand that something's happened to you oh something's gonna happen to me and she smiles and drops the blanket Ooh, i need somebody to snuggle with me i'm getting cold and she kind of shakes her shoulders a little bit showing off how cold she is yes i can see those goosebumps we can only hear this we can't actually see her through the door right now correct because river is in the middle of is blocking the view did you hook up with anybody before the couple out across the way? It's more about mystery than history, isn't it? No, no, history is important. Life failed history in high school, so... Holy shit. Um, I think she's saying you're sloppy fifths. Also, um, I, I could be fifths if you want sixths. Wait, no, no, mustard. Okay, good. Um, she starts walking toward you, River. Stay back. But aren't you getting warm in that jacket? You should take it off. Rory and Rooster, because you guys are standing on the, the landing, the door shakes and the wall shakes, and then you hear rhythmic percussion against the wall. I am so glad it's cold outside right now. I'm not taking a shower, but that might do the trick. River, she's walking toward you, just sauntering. She's an attractive lass, and there is something appealing here. Yeah, and just a reminder that I did take my jacket off because I'm trying to use it as a uh, suppressor. I am going to uh, point my pistol at her, even though it's still covered with the coat. And ma'am, you've been infected with some kind of parasite. We need to know how many contacts you've had. She smiles and she's like, I've, I told you it's about mystery. I've been with enough. I'm experienced. I could be experienced enough for you. How many people have you been with in this house tonight? Uh, two or three. You like hearing about that type of stuff, don't you? I can tell you all the juicy details. Yes, why don't you do that? Tell me about the first person you were with when you came into this house. I'm just gonna look at Rory like, okay, um, I'm gonna let you help Loverboy in there, and, um, I'm gonna go open a window on the bed knocking behind us because you don't want us to shoot him. Maybe I could stop one here? Um, uh, I'm gonna look up at the ceiling and go, you. Better fucking appreciate this. And then walk into the room. There are two people currently up against the wall. The man with the nice cut hair is uh, pinning a woman up against the wall, voluntarily, consensually. And um, the items that are hanging on the wall, like the tiny little shelf and the tchotchkes are getting knocked off of it. They're standing while the other gal is sitting on the bed, looks at the door, and she smiles. She smiles at you. More for the party. God damn it. If only this was a month ago and you didn't have hot dog mustard. And I'm going to go open the window. She looks at you. I like hot dogs. What do you know about hot dogs? Bad turn of phrase. Bad turn of phrase. Open the window. You open the window and the wind gusts in. She recoils back. As she does, she opens her mouth and you can actually see a yellow thing in her mouth retreat back down her throat and she falls off the bed with a thud the other two that are against the wall for a moment stop and he turns and looks at her and he turns and looks at you and you see that for a moment the yellow worm thing was coming out of his mouth as he was about to kiss her and then it goes back in and he stops what he's doing he looks he goes hey close that window it's too cold but it doesn't sound right when he says it what about miss wall rider over there she seems a bit peeved that things have been stopped, but she's still hanging out and having a good time. Her mouth is wide open, and you could see that she does not have anything inside her mouth besides a tongue. <laughs> her own tongue, not someone else's tongue. 
I'm gonna go. Believe me, this hurts me almost as much as it hurts you that I'm gonna have to do this. I'm gonna walk over and I just wanna cold cock the guy in the side of the head. Okay, go ahead and give me a unarmed roll. 36. That's a success. Go ahead and roll 1d3 for me. One. You hit him, and he pushes back off of off of her. They disengage. He shakes his head. He's like, wow. Do it again. <clears throat> and you see that his excitement has not gone down. And he walks forward just a little bit. And the girl on the wall looks over and shrugs her shoulders. And the other girl's like, it's cold. And then she starts to cough. I'm going to look at the wallflower and go, yeah, that pointing at the other girl is what was about to happen to you if I didn't do this. And I'm going to kick the guy in his excitement. 13. Go ahead and roll 1d4 for me. Four. He collapses and moans. He looks up at you. Do it again. Yeah, I was going to sympathy moan for you, but no, not anymore. You keep coughing and get that shit out of you so I can kill it without killing you. You stay there. You don't want any part of this. And you motherfucker masochist bitch, just just shut the fuck up. And I want to just pistol whip him and knock him the fuck out. Melee weapon. Uh, hold on. Wow, I missed. 67 of 54. He looks up at the last moment and your hand connects to him, but it slides off his head and he's just looking up at you glass-eyed and he's kind of starting to crawl toward you. River, actually, Rory, you hear activity going <laughs> on in, inside the, the room over there. I think I'm going to look over to River and it's like, I think I'm going to let you handle that. I think Furster might need some help. I'm going to go into that into the room where there's been some stuff happening. From your vantage point, you are looking at Rooster from behind and you see two hands gripping his thighs as there's a man on the floor on his knees in front of Rooster. This might be a compromising position. You hear Rooster go, No, I do not consent. I do not consent. Get the fuck off me, you motherfucking mustard fucker. I'm going to go up and like pull Rooster back. You pull Rooster back and the guy falls flat on his face. Once he does that, I'm going to look at the other girls and see what's going on with them, too. One of the girls is on the bed coughing, and it seems like she's hacking very hard, and she's right in the way of the window. The other girl is just standing there. She's looking a little bit annoyed right now. I'm going to to the girl that's kind of standing there. I'm like, did anything, like, any sort of creature go in, into your mouth from his mouth? She looks at you. <laughs> what? I'll take that as a no. I think you should get out of here, get some get some calls, and go back and join the party. Okay. If you guys are fine. How are you so calm, Cappy? Kick that one. Kick the one coming after me. She's like, that's not really my thing. She grabs a camisole that just was hanging off something. You're not entirely sure it's hers. She pulls it on and heads out the door. Good. She's fine. That one's coughing. Kick him. Get him off of me. I'll kick him. All right, so go ahead and give me an unarmed combat roll. Uh, 87, that's a nope. You kick him, but you don't do any any damage to him as he uh, moves out of the way. River, she's still standing there, and she's gotten a little bit closer, a tiny little step. Don't you, don't you even care? This will be fantastic. It will be the time of your life. The last time of my life. World's ending anyway, right? No. Are you sure? Have you seen it outside? It's cold. Just back away. We'll try to help you. The only way you can help me is if I don't back away and you walk forward. There's something about her that is very attractive. Whether it's your animal brain, like the lizard part of your brain going, Hey, what's up? But there's still things that are making you realize that something's not right here. All right, just turn around, okay? Okay. She turns around and puts her hands onto the dresser and leans back and arches her back. And I want to hit her with the butt of my pistol. Where? Back of the head. Okay, it was worth asking. Give me a melee weapons roll. Yeah, good luck. 41 out of 33. So you hit her in the back of the head and 
She moans in an excited way. I'm okay with that. Do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> Try not to look so gleeful. I'll give you, you a plus that. twenty to your roll. <laughs> plus twenty to your skill. That's a twenty-three. You crack her in the back of the head. I would like for you to roll a one d six. One d four, excuse me. One. Well, you didn't do enough damage to kill her, but you did pistol whip her, and she drops to the ground limp. And her legs are starting to shake just a little bit. I want to go up and, like, at full arm's length, try to open her mouth enough to look inside. A yellow, worm-like creature with teeth comes out of her mouth and tries to stab at your hand. It's about eight inches long, Go ahead and give me a dodge roll to see if you release in time. Oh, my good skills. 97 out of 31. It snaps at you and latches onto your hand right at the webbing where your thumb meets your hand in between your thumb and your forefinger or your index finger. Take one point of damage as it's biting and it burns and you're getting this sensation in your hand and it's going up your arm a little bit. As you pull your hand away, It pulls, it's a good 11, 12 inches out of her, and it detaches. I think I'm going to try to shoot it. Okay. Oh, no. Because I'm no good with melee weapons. (laughs) I will go ahead and I will give you a plus 20% because it is so close and you're able to put the gun up to it, which is right next to your hand. I would ask that you please try not to critically fail. Uh, That's good advice. 55, and uh, with a plus 20, that is uh, out of 64. You shoot it, and the yellow mustard stuff goes everywhere. It lets go of your hand, and you see that there's three puncture marks in your hand. Actually, four puncture marks, three around the outside and one in the middle. And it just explodes everywhere around the room. It's almost as though that there's way too much in this foot-long hot dog that just got exploded. That should be possible. Rooster and Rory, you guys hear a gunshot in the other room. I'm going to look at Rooster and you got this? Go make sure he didn't shoot himself. And I'll go as fast as I can over to wherever it was. You open up the door and you see the girl is on the ground and her legs are shaking. They're twitching and there is yellow goo all over this part of the room. And River is there and he's shaking. Involunt- you right? Involuntary. I hope this isn't infected and he holds up hand. I want to go look at his hand. He's got three puncture wounds. Looks like it's a bite and an injection site. Can I do like a medicine check or something to see if there's anything I can do about that? First aid. First aid. I'll take that. That's even better. That's going to be a 29 out of 80. In reviewing what's gone on with him and what's happening, you rush him into the attached bathroom here, wash out the wounds, and... You express part of it because you see it start to bubble a little bit. And uh, you see a tiny little bit of yellow mucus, but it's in a capsule almost, almost like a tiny egg, expresses out through the wound. You do not feel any more in there. You slather him up with a triple antibiotic and probably keep an eye on it. Yeah, you might want to keep this covered for until I can get a, a good look at it, either back at the camp or back in... California, but I think we're okay right for now. What can we do about these people? Is there any chance of saving them? I think we should close the window and when she comes back to consciousness, see how if she's acting any different. Because if we killed this worm that was in her and that takes care of it, that's a good sign. Maybe that, that we can potentially save these people. One of the ones in the other room seems to be coughing up one right now. There's two people in there that seem infected. The third seems seen fine. She get out of there. Um, and we haven't checked the other rooms yet. Can we, like, induce vomiting or give her the Heimlich or something to get it out of there? Uh, not a bad idea. I think, for now, I think we can leave her for a few minutes. Let's close the window, go and check on Rooster and secure those people in there. Okay, I'll watch her. <coughs> Rooster, you see that she coughs up a golden yellow thing that's maybe about three inches long. It hits the bed with a splort. And when the wind hits it from outside, it wiggles a little bit, and then it just stops. Okay, so I see that. What's happening with Guy on his knees in front of me? He's still crawling toward you and looks up at you. Hit me again. Do it. 
do it. God damn it, aren't you spent yet? And I want to pistol whip him into the head again. Go ahead and give me a melee weapons. <laughs> 44 out of 54. He hits the ground, and as he does, you hear him mutter the word pineapple. Well, get a more interesting safe word. And cough up the fucking mustard so I can kill it and get the fuck out of here already, please. He does not start coughing. Is he out? He's out. I want to look at the golden yellow thing on the bed. Can I use the tip of my gun to just sort of flick it off the bed onto the floor? Yep, you do. And it lands limp and lifeless onto the floor. I squash it with my boot. It crunches with a satisfaction that you rarely get. Cappy, this one's not coughing yet. At this point, have River and I joined him? I would be still watching the other one. Okay, I'll leave River with the woman that's in here, and I'll go back and check on Rooster. Uh, Rooster's standing over the the, uh, limp body of the fellow. I'm going to flip him on his... If he's, is he on his back or on his he's stomach? He's on his stomach. I'm going to flip him on his back and open up his mouth to see if I can see any, the... Don't get thing. close to his mouth, just in case. When you pull open his mouth, you see one of those, the yellow thing, come out and attempt to bite your hand or latch onto your hand. Go ahead and give me a dodge roll. Oh, 52 out of 50. Ooh. It grabs hold, and it, you take one point of damage, and it's on there, and it's pulling... Go ahead and give me a, a strength roll. Because you you pull back respect reflexively. Let's see just how strong you are. Uh, 23 out of 70. You pull back and you pull this thing out of his mouth. Bruce Put there. it on the ground. Put it on the ground. It's holding on to you. You're not holding on to it. Yeah, I've like moved my hand somewhere so that Rooster can get a shot. And I'm just going to squish it with my foot. You squish it. And Rory, you get this warm sensation in your hand. Oh no, I injected him more, didn't I? Like, you can actually feel as though something kind of bubbles up in the fleshy part on the backside of your hand. And it's just green and yellow and mustery and broken, and it does release. Okay, I'm going to bite whatever's still on my hand off and run over to the sink in the where I just was with River. River! Rory comes in, hurdles the girl on the ground, goes into the bathroom. And I'm going to, if I guess you the first aid, to try to do what I did to River. Go for it. Uh, yeah, 15. You push out six of these smaller eggs, and you're pretty confident that they're all out. But you know what would make you even more confident? If you actually surgically open up this wound. Right. Uh, Are you okay in there? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I think I got like six of those out of my hand, like what we got out of yours. They're all sitting in the bottom of the sink. Six? Don't flush them, squish them. Didn't you see that 80s nostalgia show? Uh, yeah, and I'll get up my, I guess, my pistol and squish them with my, the butt of my pistol. They squish like caviar? I'm not going to be able to get a good look at River, your hand, or my hand until at least not here. So we just need to keep an eye on it, and hopefully we'll see what happens. Because uh, no matter what, I'm not going to be able to get into that wound until I'm back in a more a sterile environment. I'm going to walk into the bathroom and go... I miss the orgy, and then I have to deal with naked mustard fucker. This is what I get for being exclusive. Trust me, orgies aren't all they're cracked out to be. The G-Man rests his chin in his hands smugly. Ah, your buddy system broke down and you nearly died. But alas, you're still here. So what was it? Was it smart, or did you get careless? I'm certain it was because it was smart. You could never be so careless. 97 times out of 100, you wouldn't have made that mistake. I can't help but laugh a little at that, rubbing the back of my head. For as skilled as I am, as we are, our cell is still gloriously, horribly, wonderfully, beautifully human. And we make mistakes. I got careless, and the thing was smart enough to take advantage of that. I'm just grateful it didn't end with my brains spilled all over the freezing ground. Defende nos in priore. 
I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislawski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 3 is based on the scenario Lover in the Ice by Caleb Stokes. If you like our story, there are many ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Skelly Lichboy, Tom Padula, M.S. Asnikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Agent Josephine, Kit Thompson, Danny, Sherrick Manning, and the entity some have called George. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week because outside the bounds of reality lurk entities with names unpronounceable by the human tongue, creatures of hunger and rage that would like nothing more than to devour our insignificant universe.